You know what? In our world nowadays, there are so many options in everything, right? That's right. Options in food, options in drink, options in cars. And I tell you, there are some options available when you hit your store for screws. Or we do have, we do have some nails here. Nails, yep. There are so many different options. And I mean, even to a seasoned renovator, I go in there and every six months there's a new finish. There's a new head. There's a new something. Yes. And it can be really overwhelming. Don't get overwhelmed by it because essentially they're all doing the same thing. Fixing they're fixing shit. one thing to another thing, okay? <laughs> the difference is what is the thing that they're fixing to the other thing? How and big does it need to be? How big is it? What sort of weight is it carrying? If it's carrying any weight, and whereabouts is it? Is it outside? Is it inside? That's essentially what it comes down to. So don't get too thrown. A lot of this stuff does the same stuff as. Other things do. They've just got different names and different coatings and things like that. So. so when I read this, though, there's just so much information. And one of the things that stresses me a little is that it across different brands, it doesn't feel that standardised. Some things do, like obviously the length of the screw or the length of the nail, the gauge, so the how gauge, fat, yeah, yeah. how fat or skinny yeah. or broad or slim yeah. um, the shank of the nail is. But then... They have other really interesting things, like you have a bugle head. You have, I saw earlier we have, I don't even know the name for There's it. There's a the square s- fix here. The square fix yep. here. Or type 17 it's called. So There you go. It's not yeah. even called square fix. That That's would be right. too simple. Yep. It's called a type 17. Mm-hmm. And then you have your standard Phillips, and then you have your normal nails. Normal nails. But then we go like one step further. So here, what have we got? We've got gold. We've got gold, gold passivated. Right. Galvanised. We've got stainless here. We've just got raw steel here. We've got brass. I don't even know what these have got coated on them. Um, (laughs) Oh, look. It's even got a cool name. It's called Florentine Bronze. Oh, there you go. Florentine Bronze. So it's it's got artificial coating on it. And then what's that about? That looks like army. So treated pine. So, um, Army green nails. Yeah, that's right. And these have got, what's this called? Climacoat? Is that the Climacoat? That's right. Climacote. That's so a Climacote 3. Can you see why people just go, I'm out, I'm opting yeah, out? Yeah, and it's like, I suppose it's like a lot of things. The suppliers will, will try and drill down to as niche as possible so that they can um, cap, capture that part of the market. Capture they, that market. They so need, but essentially what it comes down to is uh, what sort of exposure to the elements is your fixing going to have, what size does it need to be, um, and what's it's fixing all right, so, so let's go from like the most hardcore battering elements ever. So I'm on a, I'm on the beachfront. Yes. Literally, I'm on the beachfront and I have beach water lapping over some part of my front fence or front deck every day because I'm on absolute beachfront. How cool would that be? That would, well, yeah, for the, unless there's a king tide. Yeah, <laughs> good point. So what's my like ultimate... Ultimate material, Stain, super, super hard. Stainless steel is the one to go with, something like that. So is that stain, that's stainless? That's stainless steel grade three hundred four, which you can see there, just down there. That comes in grade three sixteen as well, which is slightly better grading stainless steel. But that's basically the two that you will get. Stainless steel is rated for marine applications, so this okay. will withstand. So for my beachfront house, we're okay. Yeah, <laughs> so it kind of t- tends to resist oxidisation pretty well. Um, salt which is incredibly corrosive, uh, especially when um, the salt and fresh water, when mixed together, become acidic. Yes. So that will um, 
eat away most coatings, but stainless steel is pretty resistant for that sort of stuff. Not saying that it will stay um, beautiful forever. Beautiful forever. You, like everything, you need to maintain it. You need to replace it when it starts to corrode because it will over time. Uh, and the Australian sun will destroy just about anything. Okay, so if we go down the ladder. Okay, next step down from stainless would yep. probably be something like a galvanised, hot dip okay. galvanised, okay? So hot this dip is galvanised. What, dip it took a dip in a hot, hot, hot tub? A hot a hot pool of gal of zinc basically okay. is what it comes All down right. to. Good. So hot dip galvanizing is um, it's called hot dip because basically they put whatever the base metal is, generally steel uh, or iron, into a boiling vat of zinc at about four hundred and fifty degrees, and hot that tub. will yeah that will bond to the base metal. And the difference between something like a hot dip galvanizing and this is called gold passivated. Uh, right. which is still a zinc coating, but the difference being this one's about 16 times thicker coating than this one. Hence, more resistant to yes, corrosion. Yes, and the zinc acts as um, what they call as a sacrificial anode, so it will corrode before the base metal corrodes. So that's and hence, lose your fixing. Yeah, that's right. So that's why okay. it's there. And then if, if you're not in a marine environment, then galvan you're outside galvanised the best way to go. Alright, but then where does Climacote fit in? Let's go to that. Well Climacote, okay, so this is a product that uh, has been developed by um, this company um, to be specifically for treated pine. So there's some okay. chemical elements in treated pine that... Obviously to stop corrosion and termites. Will, yeah, and that's right. There's so some lovely chemicals in treated pine. There's some lovely chemicals, <laughs> so have your mask on when you're cutting it if you can Correct. do that. And then when you've cut it, treat the ends of it. Um, with more chemicals. With more chemicals. Um, but yeah, there are there are some elements in that treatment that may cause corrosion and pitting on. Some and so that's pretty much like putting your screw in a glove to protect yes, it from yes. the chemicals. Yeah, basically. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. I like it. Like All right. What else have we like got here? Like a color bond coating for your, okay. your um, screw. Okay. So we have solid brass now. Solid brass. Not a goer outside. No, internal only. Internal only. Mm -hmm. And why would no I moisture. use that over, so something like this is a wood screw that's just zinc plated? Well, depends. That's uh, just a much, much nicer colour to look at. So that's so it's just pretty. Pretty much an aesthetic <laughs> choice there, really. So, um, and you can see these are wood screws uh, designed for possibly designed for for cabinetry because you're fixing. You've got quite a big open thread here, but you can see the shank here is bare of thread. So what you're actually doing there is you're pulling a piece of timber to something, another okay. piece of timber basically. So you're compressing it together. Whereas if your thread went all the way through like this, yep. you're actually screwing those two bits. So the top piece of timber has is fixed to the bottom piece with a consistent thread through okay. it. So it's not just bringing them together, no, it's actually right. fixing them that's together. That's right. So with this one, what you'll be doing is your top piece of timber will actually have a bigger hole in it. Yes. Than the bottom piece. Okay. Because the bottom piece will be, the top piece will be getting pulled down on top of it. Normally in conjunction with maybe some wood glue or something like that. So in some cabinetry or something yeah. like that. Um, and there'll be, essentially it's clamping it together, whereas that's screwing it together. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, so yeah. people are kind of going, oh my gosh, I've got to think about length, I've got to think about gauge, I've got to think about where it is, I've got to think about what I'm using. And literally, if you walk down into a hardware store and there are, I I would say, I would even guess there's nearly a 100 options. Oh, there'd be many, many, many more in a big warehouse. Many, yes. Many, many, many more. But um, essentially... So what do all, you do? What do you do? Ask, if you're ever in doubt, then ask. 
That's, okay. That's the best thing. So basically what it comes down to is, is size and application. Where is it going to be? Is it outside so when you go into a place and you say, hey, I need a screw, you need to be able to give them answers. What am I, what am I fixing? So what, what am I fixing and where, it, where is it? That's right, yeah. Okay, yeah, there you much. go. Yeah. They're the golden rules. What am I fixing? Where is it? And if you can't get the information from the, the snippet, so the 101 of fixings <laughs> that we've just given you, remembering that stainless steel is the king. There's really good descriptions on the back of most fixings too. They'll give you a fairly good idea of the fit for purpose used for that fixing so if you're ever in doubt then check that and also with some of these um, like bugle head fittings they'll tell you on the back the type of tool you need to fix it as well because it's not often just a screwdriver head or standard Phillips head so you might need to buy that from the tool shop as well otherwise you're going to get home and go well going to be sorely disappointed you will be and no one hates it more than me or you I'm sure or Mm -hmm. you at home um, by having to go back to the hardware store after you've just spent six hours there grabbing your gear and for the sake of something that's two dollars that was in a little corner of the tool shop yeah so check out exactly check out the tool you need to put these in yeah absolutely hope that's made a little bit easier next time you walk down the tool aisle you'll feel a little bit further along the spectrum from novice to expert when it comes to all things fixings and screws